What's shaking you two tonight? Welcome to Lords of Lombok presents the cover price shakers of the week. Shout out to everybody in the live chat. It is Thursday, so you know what that means, right, boys and girls? Tomorrow is Friday, and as we always do, let's drop some. Well, shit, Friday. I think it's I Thor's know. day, right? Didn't Thor That's come right? Out today? Quite literally, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm got my tickets for tomorrow, so uh, going tomorrow, tomorrow early, early. I'm going oh, Saturday. Doesn't hear me. I'm leaving at like two o'clock. Uh, we go play hooky. So <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> All right. So kick back, relax, put on your headgear, and we'll congregate as we let uh, some freestyle music for you. Apparatus is here. When I rock a rhyme, often eyes are dropping a tear. It's so beautiful, it's America's landscapes. When this man makes lyrics like the syrups that you pour upon your pancakes. My mandate is to grip minds like a handshake. Spit Orlando Lakes and go skinny dip with the fan base. Over any damn breakbeat, I hastily make pastries tastier than anything that Wolfgang makes. So take notes out of suckers, I make coats, lump of some like Bubba Gump fishing on lake boats. I take jokes and turn the comedy into drama. I'm bagging on your mama. I'm Jeffrey Dahmer behind you. I'm a rhyme writer. Lock, stock, smoking the ganja. Rebuttals befuddle, leaving a puddle of saliva, sillies. You couldn't handle Randall when I throw my grammar at you. It hit your head and you would think I threw a hammer at you. I point the camera at you like Herb Ritz. Develop it, then use the pictures to pick up bird shits. Your nervous is the impervious wordsmiths. Hanging out in Rafa's new crib, come with the verses. Yeah. 
Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Kevin Price Comic Book Shakers of the Week. Otto, say what's good to the people. What's up, everybody? Good to see everybody tonight. We're rocking and shaking. We got some good books to talk about tonight. Thank you for joining us. Dark Side Jedi. Hey, hey, hey. So, hey, let's get to it, man. This is a good list tonight. It's got some wonky books. Wonky. Yeah. Gabe, say what's good to the people. Yo, what up, everybody? Thanks for showing up on Thursday. Uh, no spoilers for Thor, if anybody's seen it already. So keep an yeah, eye on the chat. Yeah, wrenches, if you see any spoilers, kick them out. Boom. The gauntlet That's has it. been laid Dunzo. down. Just banhammer Run, Thor in the closet. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this show is sponsored by our friends over at CoverPrice.com. Um, hold on. Let me bring Hello? up my note. Yeah. Okay, oh, you lost me. Sorry. You, no. <laughs> this show sponsors our friends over at CoverPrice.com. For your price guides, collections, and trends, head on over to CoverPrice.com. You can see the top 10, the movers, and this week's here Shakers List. Also, by our friends at Key Collectibles, Facebook.com, Instagram.com, Forrest Key Collectibles for all your pressing, some CDC facilitating needs. Also, uh, MySlabs.com. Check them out. If you're selling books for over $60,000, check out their new MySlab Showcase. Uh, buying yeah, some high-end comics safely for zero percent. So uh, got a couple of have, those in the back, and I grab them right yeah, now. Yeah, you know, just yeah. just waiting for the right moment to strike. You know, it's all <laughs> yeah, about timing. Yeah. Whenever you sell exactly. a comic, but uh, exactly. all right. So uh, I, that being said, with the necessities, let's see what uh, we have today, boys and girls. As always, this this comes from our friends at Cover Price, focusing on new sales or the most interesting sales found on their exclusive daily shakers list. This list changes several times every day, so make sure you check it out every day to read some of the hottest trending books on the market. Let's get shaking, boys and girls. What we got for the first one, Gabe? All right, coming right out of the gate, everybody. Good luck. Flash number 123. Uh, this is from, obviously, DC 1961. Carmine Infantino delivers one of the most iconic covers of The Flash in issue 123. Not only is this an incredible Silver Age cover, it also is the first time the Golden Age Flash appears in the Silver Age. Uh, Jay Garrick appears and meets face-to-face with Barry Allen, introducing for the first time in DC Comics the concept of the multiverse and Earth 2. Even though Ezra Miller has been involved in numerous uh, controversies recently, WB has not mentioned anything about the cancellation of the film. The film moves forward. There have been several rumors about the significance of this issue in the DCEU. If the DCEU wants to kick off the multiverse, it will most likely begin in the Flash and heavily rely on this issue for source material. Perhaps this rumor has legs, especially since the most recent sale hit an all-time high for a raw copy. Last month, a raw copy of this book was selling for between 250 and 500. On July 3rd, a raw copy sold for a whopping $810. So, so um, they finally announced that DC is going to have a panel. So it looks like this year's San Diego Comic Con is going to be full on DC and Marvel. The, they, they had a little Shazam thing that they're going to show. Uh, I'm pretty sure the subject, Ezra Miller. Will be skirted. Uh, I, I doubt he will make an appearance. No at, way. Come on. At, right. at Holly. He'll be arrested. <laughs> I don't know if he'll be arrested, but, um, it, you know, there's been lots of rumors about this being his last time, everything. I mean, you know, I, you know, 
the guy needs help. I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, you know, yeah, so many times, so many mental. things. Yeah, there's 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 a chemical imbalance or something, or you know, um, but you know, he's he's been known to be a little uh, eccentric to say the least. But you know, once you know, you know, WB is gonna be like, you know, what, it's not worth it. You know, hey, bring back God, Grant Gostin, man. I think he's a yeah. terrific flash. Yeah, you know he's just saying? sitting back laughing. He goes, and all I did was vape, you idiots. <laughs> all right flash number 123 from 1961 coming in for a cool 810 dollars for a raw dog all right uh get ready for your first offer unless you have daughters i guess daughters and there you go this is it look at this we're gonna let it go right now all right frozen oh, I see what from- you did there yeah you like that right wow because this was frozen was sung many times in my house not only by my daughter but all right it's from joe books from 2015 when collectors once looked at disney adaptated comic books they would simply tell themselves to let it go. The general consensus is always leave, to leave the kid books on the shelves for the kids to purchase. With low market values, that has always been pretty easy to do. However, this is the first appearance, this is pretty interesting, of Anna Elsa Olaf, etc., in comic books, and it recently sold for $1,400 and a 9.8. Prior to 2022, raw copies could be obtained for around seven bucks. However, since May of this year, condition and scarcity have driven this book to a new high of 100 bucks for Raw Dog. Nearman copies can still be found for under 20, yet there are no other 9.8 um, 9.8s listed except for a signature series copies. That sale was completed, so is this a fluke or the new norm? I don't know, but I mean there's a lot of first appearances in this book and they're key key characters in the Disney world, you know? So hey. Hey man, I'm a grown ass man, and I, I will admit I I enjoyed the Frozen films. Right, yes, the, the sister dynamic, and then how powerful she is when she yes, did the whole. It's just the singing, and uh, I remember my girlfriend and I went to see Coco. Great freaking movie, by yeah, the way. Yeah, fantastic. Uh-huh. And they had the longest Olaf Pixar short ever it was like 20 minutes long we're like dude is this wait is this coco or why is olaf just singing all over the place because i we were thoroughly annoyed like people were wanting to get up and, and just burn their their tickets because uh you know hey so i just zone, put my dog down you know that dog that i had that looked like vader yeah his yeah. name was don his name was dante oh uh, from coco and yeah. i saw that movie after i put him down not knowing that that dog's name oh. was dante holy shit my soul poured out of my body i cried uh. so hard <laughs> but great movie though great movie i absolutely yeah, i love coco <clears throat> and speaking of pixar go see Lightyear, man it is such a great little film man uh you know it, you know it's not getting nearly as much box office love as it should it, it gave me maverick vibes for some reason right uh the light cool. flick but if you get a chance go see it so uh frozen from joe books <laughs> from 2015 a 9.8 so for fourteen hundred dollars all right this is an interesting one yeah this week uh we have the third on the list this is heavy metal magazine number 254 this is the san diego comic-con exclusive and uh this is the stanley art germ lao and it's uh he is without question one of the hottest artists working in the industry today this issue of heavy metal magazine was an exclusive given away for free at san diego comic-con in 2011 which (laughs) if you blink you missed it i would assume this stunning wraparound cover promoting imagery friend studios Uh, sold in an auction for $294. We continue to see the trend of rare artist work selling for higher and higher prices, increasing as collectors crave scarcity. Art Germ 
produced several covers for heavy metal, like the regular cover for this issue, selling for a fair market value of $60, and a gorgeous homage to heavy metal number one in issue 258, which sells for a fair market value of $153. Uh, Heavy metal specifically is filled with early and even first works of some of today's artists, and we could easily devote a whole article just talking about that. Yeah, so 1992, man, this has got to be some of his Early, earliest early published stuff, yeah. work, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, man, yo, uh, yeah, I remember I, I was a big fan of Heavy Metal Magazine, you know, because to me as a kid, it was almost like, you know, Playboy, because, you know, yeah. it was yeah. like uh, Very, so uh, much buxom drawings. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, no, it was forbidden. Sh- oh, yeah. It was straight up nudity in there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then the, the movie came out, and I was a big Devo fan at the time. And they oh, had the prank, I was spinning the vinyl today. Yeah, and then they got that awesome, was it Sammy Hagar song, the heavy yeah. metal song? Yo, yep. yo, that rocks, man. Heavy Metal Magazine number 254, the San Diego Comic-Con exclusive from Metal Mammoth, Inc. January 1st, 1992. So for a cool, well, almost 300 bones for a raw dog, man. So wraparound covers on Heavy Metal Magazines. You don't see many of those, to be honest with you. Uh, what do we got for the next one? All right. This is absolutely my favorite cover, I think, on the list today. I love this cover. This is Inferno number one from good old Ani Granov. Uh, this is a 1 in 25 variant from Marvel at 2000, uh, from 2015. Despite Magic not getting the title of Sorcerer Supreme and a mixed received New Mutants film, collectors still love Magic. The recent return of her iconic Soul Sword came with major upgrades, turning it into one of Marvel's most powerful weapons. It's clear that Marvel Comics is giving her the attention that she deserves. That bump in power could be one of the many reasons that this gorgeous Secret Wars one-shot entitled Inferno 1 in 25 variant from Adi Granoff jumped to an all-new high sale of 350 bucks for a raw copy, just a mere twenty dollars under the last nine point eight all time high sell. Yeah, I remember the Whoa. original Inferno series. Do you remember that one from the uh, was it eighties or nineties? Um, uh, yeah, yeah, late eighties. Yeah, yeah. When he thought it was uh, what's her name? Uh, what was her name? I meant uh, Goblin uh, Queen. Yeah, but what was her name back then? Though it was something different. Madeline Pryor. Yeah, Madeline Pryor, and then they kind of really. Me- to me, a key issue that's really under the radar is the first appearance of Belasco, the leader of, you know, kind of the dark leader of limbo, you know, yep. uh, you know, I, I think Belasco is one of the last like villain keys that people haven't really got jumped on yet. But I think Belasco, if they do anything, I mean, arguably she was probably the best part of the new mutants film, which wasn't horrible, wasn't by the horrible, way, but wasn't awful. I man. like cannonball, man. Cannonball's one of my favorite characters. Yeah, you know, It's like pizza. If, even if it's bad, you're still going to eat it. Right. You're I mean, goddamn it's, right. I'm not afraid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Inferno number one, Adi Granoff, one in 25. Uh, he uses his girlfriend to model this, by the way. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just <laughs> saying that Adi Granoff has an unusually hot girlfriend uh, or wife. Uh, I don't know what she is. All right, uh, this is a cool book. I think I actually have this one. Yeah, for sure. We're going back to Thor's day, especially on today. The Mighty Thor, number 169. This regular edition, uh, Th- Thor Love and Thunder released this weekend. While many fans are caught up in the hype for Thor, Valkyrie, Jane Foster, and Gore, there are some fans thinking ahead with the confirmation of the Fantastic Four entering the MCU. There are dozens of uh, key issues to begin accumulating. We know that. One of those issues is the origin of Galactus, written and illustrated by the legendary duo of Jack the King Kirby and Stan the Man Lee. 
Uh, this issue not only explores Galactus, uh, Galen of Taz's ascendance to Galactus, but it is also the first mention of the Creeping Plague. The Creeping Plague eventually inspires the creation of Black Winter. So, is this book a good spec buy? Some fans think so. A 9.4 graded for this book sold for $1,050, an all-time high. If you bought a 9.4 of this book in 2020, you'd be seeing about a 320% return on your investment. Wow. Look at this, though. My I bought God. this just because it's a cool cover in the origin. Of course. Of yeah, oh, yeah. 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 yeah, I bought it for Galactus. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, who knows uh, what we'll bring, but... Uh, I'm kind of in a holding pattern of selling stuff. I have some stuff up that's, you know, already news has already passed, but you know, I'm, I'm waiting for San Diego comic-con to drop and the new news so that I can just like, boom, put it in the market now. Cause people are going to go crazy. Mighty Thor number 169, the regular edition, because there is an actual UK version of this, by the way, if you're out, if you're out, if this is outpricing you, but nowadays people buy UK variants as well. So you never know. All right. Next one up is, uh, let me see. One, two, three, four, five. Well, you know what? We're halfway through. Let's hear from our sponsor, boys and girls. MySlabs.com. Speaking of selling and you're ready to sell those books at, during San Diego Comic-Con, Hall H, hit up MySlabs if you're tired of paying 10, 15, 20% or more. The platform designed by collectors for collectors just got even better. MySlabs.com is proud to now feature dedicated sections for both raw cards and raw comic books. Browse over 100,000 slab collectibles authenticated by the industry's most trusted grading companies. Then check out a massive selection of sealed wax and now raw singles and raw lots. Join a passionate, no-nonsense community of nearly 50,000 members and enjoy some of the best buyer and seller protection in the business. And as always, MySlabs offers one of the most disruptive pricing models in the hobby with seller fees as low as only 1%. So the next time you're forced to pay 10%, 20%, or more to sell something from your collection, head over to MySlabs.com, the low-fee marketplace, by collectors, for collectors. All right, so we go from Mighty Thor 169 to a book that we, meaning the Lords, have speculated on for oh, quite a few years now. This. Yes, sir. Uh, this is Spider-Man, Spider-Men, <clears throat> number one. This is the Bocelli variant. Um from back in 2012 and first appearances as we know will always be the gold standard in comic book collecting but first meetings between characters have started to pick up steam and this book features the first meeting between Earth's Peter Parker and the Ultimate Universe's uh, Miles Morales after 12 years of coexistence it's also the first time that the original universe crossed over with the Ultimate Universe being a 1-100 ratio variant, um, there have only been uh, 17 raw sales captured and 6 graded sales since 2019. And there was a massive record-breaking sale of a 9.8 for $2,000 uh, back in um, just a couple days ago in, uh, on the 2nd. And followed by a 9.2 sale for 500 bucks on the 3rd, which is impressive for a low grade well considering it's a modern book for a 9.2 that's a good price there's no time like now to get to this comic book store and get those undervalued team ups yeah I don't have this one but uh, mm -hmm. long before the Rose Beshes and Peach Pomocos and everything Sarah Pacelli was probably one of the most popular female 
uh, artists, or at least variant artists, right? If you think about 2012, who are we? Uh, well, on one hand, who can you think of besides Serpentelli that was a female variant artist? I'm waiting. No one. Uh, exactly. Yeah. But Serpentelli was doing some great stuff. And I don't even know when I started talking about this book. Maybe two years ago, I said when this is the first appearance of 616 Peter Parker and Miles uh, Morales. Um, to be really honest with you, this is more of a cameo. If you look at Spider-Man number two, they actually say who each other's names are and everything. Yeah. So, you know, it's kind of interesting. So I would say get both if you are specking on this type of thing, because, um, you know, Spider-Man, um, you know, it's eventual, you know, when Smiles Morales is going to come through. So we shall see. All right. So uh, we go from Spider-Man number one to uh, definitely an offer, unless you're... This, this these people have a following. I don't want to, you know, so. Oh, yeah. Let's take a look here. We're talking about uh, Steven Universe issue number one. This is the San Diego exclusive from 2014. If you're a fan, uh, if you were a fan of Adventure Time and you're not familiar with Steven Universe, you are severely missing out. This coming of age sci-fi fantasy was originally a Cartoon Network series that aired from 2013 all the way till 2019. It quickly developed a large audience, capturing the hearts and minds of children and adults alike. The story was uh, created by Adventure Time writer and artist Rebecca Sugar, who was featured in Fables 30 Under 30 and was credited with writing many of the best episodes of Adventure Time. It was only a year after Steven Universe aired that Intergalactic Warriors, the Crystal's gems made their way into comics. While admittedly flying way below the radar until now, this comic gem, pun intended, uh -huh. uh, has started to shake the market. Uh, this past week, a raw San Diego Comic-Con exclusive estimated at about a 9.4 sold for $135. Wow, those lower grade modern books are really going these days. Uh, yeah. This specific uh, exclusive was created by artists Coleman Angle and is also a connecting cover. At the very least, do yourself a favor. Look at the IMDb uh, plot synopsis of the show. I promise you will not be disappointed. Gabe, I have so, no idea what the fuck you just read, bro. I don't know nothing about this. Man. I, the only reason I know about the kind of big following Steven Universe has is uh, uh, the uh, first original female Lords member, Tara. She was part of this group that was part of the that would do the Steven Universe, and I was like, "What is the Steven Universe?" And then you know, she told me, and I was like, "Wow, you know, it's, it just goes to show you, it's just like everything has its subset of fans, and it it bleeds into the comic book market now. Um, you know, be it you know My Little Pony, uh, video games, or what what we see in it post pandemic. It's it's just the way things are. No use in spitting in the wind or swimming against the tide or whatever the hell you know uh, metaphor you want to use, but Steven Universe number one, 2014 San Diego Comic Con exclusive, $135 for a raw dog. I mean, I do believe, I mean, if it were announced to be a live action movie now, it would even get more play. So we shall see, man. But um, ready for your next offer? <laughs> Jesus. I don't know what I'm going to do with this one, man. My God. <laughs> Tales, Tales, thanks a lot. Tales from the Ozone number one, Russ Gibb production, Productions from 1969. All right. So. The iconic Avenger and his first solo adventure, Wonder Man's very first headlining comic, just sold for $700 in a CGC 9.8. Uh, 
Marvel premiere was a tryout book for Marvel where popular characters um, from team books, guest stars, or second stringers were given a chance to star in their own series in hopes of launching new titles. Here, Simon Williams battles organized crime after they've taken over his family business. Wonder Man, the oft-resurrected Avenger traitor turned redeemed hero, was given his first sh uh, shot at a solo stardom in this issue. Reliably depicted as a reluctant superhero who just wanted to be an actor, Wonder Man uh, made his single uh, single appearance in 1964 before Marvel was sued by DC Comics, threatened by the similarity in name to the to their Wonder Woman. Wondy became an Avengers mainstay through the 70s. After returning from death, he suffered in his first appearance. Later, joining the West Coast Avengers and finally starring in the ongoing title, the character had a tumultuous narrative history, dying more often than not, his brain becoming a template for Vision's uh, a synthetic mind and falling in love with Scarlet Witch. Wonder Man has been a big part of the Avengers legacy from the very beginning and shall be appearing in recently announced live-action MCU series. As we previously mentioned, citing this, we can look forward to Wonder Man's to two, I don't even know what that word is. The tutorial comics and key issues receiving significant market attendance. Oh my God! Look Why at this. Why do I think that we have the wrong? I meant uh, the wrong notes for this because yes, this, this is not the, right. Like, <laughs> where's Wonder Man on this book? There's no yeah, Wonder Man on this. This is definitely not so from Tales, 1969. So Tales of the Ozone is a book from 1969. It just recently sold for 990 dollars in a 9.6. So. I think we have the wrong notes sent from Matt DeVoe on this one. So, uh, Matt, if you're hearing or, uh, you know, shoot me uh, something, <laughs> I think. Because as, as I was reading it, I'm going to go, well, this doesn't have anything to do with, um, you know. Yeah, because uh, this is the notes for uh, Avengers 9. Maybe you just got over from the top 10 list or something. Yeah, let me ask. Maybe it uh, should have been a Marvel premiere book because he says Marvel premiere was a tryout book. Yeah, you're right. Marvel, Who knows, man? I don't know, but... Jeez. Well, there you go. So, sorry, you read all that for nothing, man. <laughs> right, I appreciate it. But either way, that. Tales of the Ozone, it came out in 1969 and it sold for $990. So, I'll uh, give it for whatever it is. So, that's, you know, yeah, you can add it for the other one there, the, the Marvel Premiere book. But, you know, so uh, I just asked Matt right now. I want to know about this book. Come on. I know. I'm No, I'm looking it up right now. It's just like uh, it's uh, it doesn't say any first appearances, but, you know, a lot of times you have to do some uh, digging on it. I know Crumbo. Only... It's got this Crumbo is definitely the some kind of wicked indie book. And I Betty. Mean, Betty Boop. Yeah, does that, that looks like Betty Boop. Yeah. Mr. Mr. Tricks. Ignat. And Crumbo. Uh yeah, so yeah. don't look at a Wonder Man to me, man. So forget what uh, everything Otto just read. Just, all this yeah. is great. <laughs> the pricing and everything, uh, the sales data and everything. So we had this on there. So I um everything Otto read is for like Marvel premiere. Yeah, it's got to be for Marvel premiere. Yeah, that would make anyway. sense. But anyway, Tales from Ozone is on the list, not Marvel premiere. Sorry, <laughs> I should have proofread that. I just, I just said mad at over now. I'm like, uh, yeah, I think uh, we're reading the wrong. Because you, as you're going through, and I go, what is this? I said, wow, how's he going to tie this together? But good job, Otto. You pulled in through strong. <laughs> All right, yeah, what do we got up next? Well, ladies and gentlemen, Look this is that. Transformers: More Than Meets the Eye, uh, number twenty six. Alex um, Milne, Mil Milne uh, sure. cover. This is a uh, Incentive variant, retailers incentive variant. This was a one in ten ratio from uh, 2014, 
And back in 2013, Hasbro celebrated the 30th anniversary of Transformers by creating a fan-built bot poll that allowed fans to choose down to every little detail the next new Transformer. The poll included details like color, personality, faction, transformation. Uh, Hasbro took this info and designed the new character into what is now known as Windblade, a female Autobot jet with a Kabuki-influenced design. No, she wasn't the first female Transformer. That goes to Arse. Arse? Arse. Arse. Arse, man, yeah. Uh, Most fans immediately fell in love with Windblade um, and skyrocketed her fandom. She's appeared all over uh, Transformers content, uh, comics, toy lines, and her first comic appearance hasn't received nearly any attention from comic fans. Well, it's time to pay attention as the 1 in 10 variant and the only cover to feature her sold for $250 this week. This is uh, supported by a raw $255 sale um, this past May. Also, current listed prices are very expensive. The cheapest raw copy up for grabs is a uh, $700, and a 9.6 graded is asking for $2,500. We thought the first sale could have been a fluke, but apparently it's not. There's also a Hasbro reprint that came packaged with her Hasbro's Transformers Generations 30th anniversary figure that can be found out there for eagle-eyed toy collectors. Oh, and you know, I'll tell you what; those toy comics are starting to get popular too. I got it. So that's actually—I mean—that's just a cool concept altogether. That they, you know, a fan picked the actual Transformer from everything from their color scheme to what they transformed into mm-hmm. and everything. But uh, I never knew. This book that is, is dope, more than meets though. the eye. Yeah. But don't see what I'm All right. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see what our last shaker is, and then we'll go see what's shaking today, boys and girls, for a good 20 minutes. Uh, what do we got? This is a book that uh, everybody should have in their collection. If you don't, oh, this is such a great book. Ultimate Spider-Man number one. This is Marvel back in 2000. If you want to thank anyone for saving Marvel Comics, the MCU, and the comic book industry as a whole – then you really need to thank Brian Michael Bendis for creating Ultimate Spider-Man. After filing for bankruptcy in 1997, Marvel Comics was in huge trouble. Their bankruptcy and declining sales not only threatened their business, but comic books as a whole. Uh, dominating uh, Dominating comic shelves, the loss of Marvel would have been the death of almost every comic shop in the world. Deep in the red, Marvel exclusives threw out a Hail Mary pass with an aggressive and more modern take on their core characters. This concept formed into the Ultimate Universe and launched with Ultimate Spider-Man in October 2000. It was a massive success. Fans came back into comic shops in in droves shortly after Mark Miller's Ultimate X-Men series was released and Marvel was back in a big way. Annual sales jumped from 250 $5 Five dollars in two thousand to two hundred eighty-five in two thousand one, and half a billion by two thousand five. This time frame from two thousand to two thousand five was also the rebirth of the modern aftermarket. After starting in nineteen ninety-five, uh, eBay was in full steam. In two hundred or in two thousand, a little grading company called CGC graded their first comic. Reselling and buying comics 
were never easier, and those factors changed the entire scope of the comic book market, bringing us to where we are now. Today, annual sales are expected to hit $4.65 billion. It's safe to say that if Marvel fell in 2000, their characters would have been reimagined or would have, would have remained scattered in the winds amongst various studios, and there would be no MCU as we know it now. With all that said, there really is no more important book to modern collecting than Ultimate Spider-Man 1. The death of its Peter Parker in, in 2011 destroyed the market for this first issue, despite giving birth to one of the hottest modern characters ever in Miles Morales. This week's new high sell of $765 for a 9.8 is the highest sell we've seen in over five years. Collectors are finally giving this first issue the attention it deserves. If you've been thinking about buying a copy for the last uh, 22 years, now's the time to do it. Man, I wish I would have held on to mine. Ultimate Spider-Man, the direct oh, I still edition. Have mine. Um, so I remember in 2001, I got my first book submitted to CDC. You just sent them off and hopefully you can't, they came back. And that's when I really started buying heavily on eBay in 2000, 2001. Uh, and those are the wild days where... You won something, you send a money order or a check, and hopefully they send you back a comic book in two to three weeks. Uh, there was no PayPal or anything like that. You could, you know, you had to write a check or a, you know money order. If you did write a check to go, you got to wait like three business days for it to, to, to cash. But I remember because I had missed on Ultimate Spider-Man, right, and then uh, Ultimate Fantastic, Ultimate X-Men was also another hot series that came out, and then eventually Ultimate Fantastic Four. Then the Ultimates was, which was the Avengers version of um you know in the ultimates universe and everything was much more grounded they changed the story that's where we got the infamous galactus cloud unfortunately and then it was so hot and then the, all the prices tanked and then they end up killing off the entire ultimates universe and they only kept like i think evil reed richards and miles morales and maybe some other ones but uh at the time it was it was it set the market on fire, um, you know. And if you got a Wizard magazine back then, they were still around in two thousand, right? I think so. Yep. Um, they dominated the top ten list, um, you know, from any you know, because because basically put it this way: so Ultimate Spider-Man number one retold Peter Parker's story. So every you know, there was brand new characters like you know just popping up. Like they were famous. There's a Ultimate Green Goblin. Uh, there's Ultimate Doctor Doom, and if you follow the X-Men one, the X-Men ones, I think, may even... But this kicked it off, where they just kind of rebooted everything, and then they based Nick Fury off of this version that's in the Ultimates, right? Uh, it mm -hmm. was an African-American, and that's where they got, um, you know, that version. I mean, if you think Samuel about... Samuel Jackson, the, yeah. Yeah, same with Hawkeye, has the same look from this. Hawkeye, actually, in the Ultimates, is a badass. Um, he basically has is like Bullseye. Anything is a weapon, like and and he's ultra ultra violent. Also, one of the best panels in the Ultimates is Captain America telling somebody, what is this? You think this A stands for France? I'm not giving up. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's one of the best panels ever in the Ultimates. And then, uh, and I was buying every issue. I, I think I actually have a short box full of Ultimate uh, titles. Um, so I have, I have a full run of Ultimate Spider-Man. I kept yeah. that. That's one of my favorite things of all time. I love yeah. the series. Yeah, but I think I sold it. So anyway. Oh. All right. So we go. Let's see what's shaking today, boys and girls. A boom, seamless transition. You like that? Love All it, right, so it. let's see what's shaking today. Um, Eight billion 10, genies. Eight was billion hot. genies was all over the place. All over, I say. 
Uh, most movers. That's interesting. One DC versus uh, vampires. Iron Cat, obviously, she was on the top ten. Interesting that Batman Catwoman book and Spawn always on the list, and everybody is selling their. Uh, I don't say nothing. All right, so let's go to the uh, shakers. See what's shaking today, boy. Oh, I only have one. Darn it. Uh, it's one of my favorite Punisher books. I still need to get. By the way, this uh, uh, anything that has to do with graffiti. But yo, let's check out my man. Mace Windu, I have his purple lightsaber right behind me. I have the Force Effects lightsaber. Star Wars Clone Wars Volume 1, The Defense of Kamino. 1,609.6. Good Lord have mercy. This isn't even the first Mace Windu, I don't believe. Uh, you know, I could be wrong, but... Um, no, no, it's not. Yeah, it's a pretty dope cover, though. I'm digging it. That would be dope if they brought back Mace Windu. I don't care for anything, any type of project. So, um, yeah, this book we've been seeing moving uh, a lot lately. Spider-Verse number cool, six cool. only came out in March 2020, but a ton of first appearances. Spinster, Sea Spider, Spider-Requiem, Garden Spider, mm -hmm. Spider-Sting, V, Sun Spider, Spider, and White Widow. Uh, for all your Spider-Men needs. Man, that's, there you go. I guess this is uh, people are speculating on the upcoming... Um, um, Ooh, across, like the multi across the multi, uh, across the across the Spider Verse. Oh man, look at this! That's cool. That's mm -hmm. cool. Definitely pre-code right here. <clears throat> Consolidated <clears throat> Lucky like Comics number five, nineteen forty-six. That is literally the devil. Uh, Eight hundred dollars for graded three point okay. Find that under your kid's bed. Everybody freaked out. Yeah. Oh my god, he's pulling the puppets on little ghouls and goblins. Yo, I need this for uh, Halloween comic covers. Right. Month. Uh, this is an interesting book. You don't see every day. Fantastic Four number one sixty six, seven hundred dollars and nine point eight. Fantastic Four is so underrated or it's so undervalued. These those yeah. beasts are gonna blow up soon. Not just another thing versus Hulk battle. You'll gasp at our shock endings. Please, somebody in the live chat, tell me what's the significance of this book. Um, it's probably just the Hulk movie. battle, and all those Hulk battles seem to be like going up yeah. these days. Because it's not the first time the Hulk and the thing no. battled, but yeah. Um, I used to love these floating head covers, too, uh, on this run. Uh, I was a huge Fantastic Four fan when I first started collecting. Um, and happy birthday to John Byrne. I think John Byrne's birthday was yesterday or today. Um, so shout out to John Byrne, who got me into comics with this Fantastic Four run. Uh, Human Torch Returns. Young Men, number 24 from Marvel Comics. Look at that bad boy. Early Namor and uh, Captain America in there, too. Yeah, 1953 at uh, $630 for a 2.0, 3000 and a 5.5. I still can't I, I'll be the first admitted. I guess I'm wrong about the casting for Namor and uh, Tanesh Huerta. So uh, the photos that they leaked, man, uh, I hope he was doing some working out for like the last year or two and serious yeah. protein shakes because he looks pretty yoked in those pictures. So, and the last time I seen him, he wasn't that yoked. So, but hey, man, like I always say, these uh, actors, they can get a trainer and just work out full oh, yeah. know, all day long. You know what I mean? They can oh, they get them. a personal chef, personal trainer, oh, all that and stuff. They, yeah. And they have full on access to human growth hormone. Come on. Hey, man. look, yeah. it's Wonder Woman tied up on a cover of a Wonder Woman comic book. Yeah. And getting shot at. Challenge of the Mask. Semi-bondage cover. Yeah, we'll call it a bondage cover. Yeah. Uh, Wonder Woman 24 from 1947. 550 for a 5.0. 11 grand for a 9.8. Wow, that's crazy. 14, it was already... That was 14,000. Yeah, 14 grand. Yeah, 14,400 and 9.8. Wow. You got to think that's a bondage cover collector because they, yeah. they are out there. I started collecting bondage covers a while ago. 
Um, not because I'm creepy or anything, but um, because Ryan is. Um, well, yeah, right. I, I asked him to do it, and he did it. So it's yeah. awesome. Thank you. Batman. Look at his Jim Lee and Scott that's Williams nice. cover. Oh, that's, oh that's gorgeous. Look at that. That is beautiful. Black and white, one in five hundred. One in five hundred. Pretty much a one in per store variant, uh, unless you're midtown. Maybe you got two or three of them. Uh, five hundred fifty for raw dog. Let's see, is that six forty was the highest known value? Ooh, that yellow one's cool too. Damn. So in July first, one sold for a little bit higher than this one. Uh, but uh, that is nice tight lines right there, man. That is really gorgeous. Sometimes black and white art it just it just looks better. I don't know what to tell you, man. Uh, the usual suspects, little Hawkman down there. Another, hey, another thing versus Thor. Or uh, Th uh, Hulk. Hulk versus Hulk. Yeah, yeah, all those covers are blowing up. Are people mm -hmm. really going after them? You know it's going to happen in the, in, the, in the movie sooner or later. Maybe not in oh, the yeah. first film, but, you know, probably a couple years down the road. It's going to happen. Oh, yeah. So this is Giant Size Superstars, number one, $400 and a 9.4. The one to get is that black cover. Where they're on the cover, of, I forget. It's either a fantastic, yeah, it's a Fantastic Four book. Yeah, it's all black. There, it's Hulk and thing on the cover. Holy cow! We have a Rob Liefeld sighting. <clears throat> oh my gosh! Look at that. New Mutants ninety eight. Oh, I just got kicked out. Look at that. New <laughs> uh, Mutants ninety. Hey, there's a that. Nice. Oh, I have this book. Oh, why is it? Yeah, why did you just kick me out? That's right. You have my password now. <laughs> it's all like it's all asterisks. Yeah, I wonder if the, it, and it, oh, did I already change? Look, was this Batman and Robin book here? No? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, where was I? I wanted to look it's at the Mandela uh, effect. Oh my gosh, CERN just messed everything up. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Mutants ninety eight. Remember, this was the book to get. Man, I had like five copies at one point. Five nine point eight. So I sold them all. Damn, 450 son. for a raw dog, 4,000 for a 9.8. Wow, but you know what? That must have been like a uh, that uh, Mark Jewelers version or something. Yeah, when uh, when when Deadpool comes to the MCU, this book will get booming again. And Rob Liefeld, well, make sure you know about it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Uh, there we go. Some Power Girl for you. Showcase number 97. This is much more tame costume than we're expecting. There's no else. boob window. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Uh, first appearance of Power Girl in her solo series. Uh, $400 in a 9.8. Uh, this is hmm, very interesting. Very interesting and indeed. Uh, I'm surprised you haven't gotten her yet in anything. Yeah, I'm, I would love to see. I think this is going to come to Disney+. Plus. It's only uh, it's only a matter of time. Uh, Power Pack, Wrecked Edition. First appearance of Alex, Julie, Jack, and Katie. Power Pack team in comics, 350 bucks. Uh, uh, and if you think this is a kid's comic, you're wrong. There are some ser really serious themes running throughout this entire series. I would say before you poo-poo on it, you know, give it a shot. Uh, it's got some really serious subject matters, you know, besides them all being kids. Uh, look at this. Hey, Tivo, real quick. I'm going to drop out. I'll see you guys next time around. I got to take care of something. All, all right, right bro. Have a good one, everybody. Later. later. All right, later. Uh, we got another seven minutes here. Otto, Axel speak whenever press you want. Button. <laughs> Otto's got himself on mute. I don't know if you know that, Otto. But, uh, no, I didn't. Like... My God, there we go. I didn't His leg is a vacuum cleaner. That is really gnarly. Uh, fantastic first issue of Warrior. He's back. Alex press button, a psychotic cyborg with Father Shander and V for Vendetta. Cool. Look at that. How interesting. 
This is the first appearance of even Vendetta and Marvel Man. $331 for a raw dog. $8,500 for a 9.6. Most Get people probably wouldn't even here. know. Mm-mm. Most people wouldn't even know this is the first appearance of um, you know Marvel Man and more importantly V for Vendetta. Um, you know. When that movie came out, nobody was buying the comic. Nobody, no, nobody no, cared. Not at all. Yeah. Just like Watchmen. When that came out, the comic wasn't, you know, it's just it's just timing and, and the errors that we're in right now. Um yeah, hey, I got a couple of these. Yeah, there you go. You got Mysterio, Malibu Sun. Yeah, Dr. Afra, $309 and a 9.8. I love the droids, though. 000 or B21. Yeah, that's half the price of the high sale it was back in January 20th. Yeah. It was $663 and a 9.8. But the, I love all the different variants because I also had this one, which is the second print variant. I got the second print, yep. And I also got this one here. Oh, uh, I don't I, have that one. I passed yeah. on that one, dumbass. Yeah, I have this one. <laughs> It's a one in twenty-five, but it doesn't have an R on the cover, which is weird. And obviously, it's an homage to Empire Strikes Back. Um, but this is the one to get: eight hundred thirteen dollars and nine. Ooh, damn! Jesus, twenty-five hundred nine point. I do believe I have a nine point eight, but I'm waiting for official announcement before I sell it. Um, just so you know, um, if you want to ask me, I'll be selling everything. If you see anything on my Instagram and you want to buy it, just hit me up, man. Uh, you know, I'm open to anything right now. To be honest with you. Um, Oh, we got my girl Electra. Hot oh, okay. Daredevil book right there. We got some Sentinels right here. Where? Oh, right there. there. Daredevil 166. Uh, first appearance over. of Electra. Yeah, I love it. Um, as soon as the show's over, stick around. I'm going to show you an AOK I got from uh, some, somebody that's uh, on this Daredevil tip. Daredevil newsstand. Um, first appearance of Electra. 250 in a raw comic. Because, like I tell you, so th- it's already been said, if you haven't read, Charlie Cox and Kingpin are both going to be in the Echo series. So possibly the first time we see Daredevil in costume in the MCU because uh, as MCU properly. So, cause they already announced it's official now. So you don't have to speculate on it. Um, oh, I have this one too. Uh, mine came back a nine, six though, unfortunately. Ooh, go back, go back to that gore shriek, man. What was that cover? Oh Lord. That is gnarly. Fantastic. Look at that thing. Let me read the bottom here. Uh, warning contains disturbing material and is not intended for children. Jeez, you think? Uh, art by first art by Greg Capullo. There you go. Learn something every day. Pretty sure Greg Capullo fans are like, what is for the hot country? Uh, hey, man. Uh-huh. Sorry, I didn't know. Okay. But now we know. See, the notes are there. <laughs> it's the first ever interior art done by Greg Capullo. And look at that cover. That yeah, is freaking gnarly. gnarly, man. Ah, I got this X-Men. Ah, this is one of the better Secret War covers. Yep. If this they ever do this in the movies and they recreate this on the oh, big screen, the oh, people will lose their damn minds. Because uh, Secret Wars is coming. I expect a full-blown announcement during San Diego Comic-Con. I won't talk about this book because I don't want people to, to spoil anything. Uh, read in between the lines, if you know what I'm saying. But let's look at this. It's a whole comic uh, directed for cameras. <laughs> Instead of a gun, this guy decided to have a giant camera during World War II. <laughs> ah. Camera Comics, uh, number one, from U.S. Camera, $218, 50, uh, $218 which is pretty interesting. Now I want to see what the other covers are. the like. first appearance uh, of Nikon. Ah, from Camera Comics. Go figure, man. So uh, they're just beating people's butts with comic or smacking people around with cameras. Well, they say the pen is mightier than the sword, and uh, I guess so. Are pictures <laughs> too. Uh, one more. I mean, this looks gnarly as hell. 
angels from hell. Red oh. Sonia, she devil with a sword. Oh, that looks gnarly. Um, I think Marvel said they're going to stop publishing Conan comics, right? I think um, Conan's going to be the last, uh, this last iteration of Conan is going to yep. be it. And uh, let me just take a look at this X-Men because this is pretty dope too. Who did the art on this? Yeah, Clayton Crane, Virgin. Oh, that is dope. That is dope. $202. But you ever see like the difference between modern comics and old comics? Like old comics had word word blurbs and there was actually yeah. action yeah. on them. I mean, look at this. Yeah. I mean, you know, for a while, you know, you know, they just and opposing, you know, but you know, here look at this one. Look at how dope this is. The all the the verbiage on the cover. Tells you everything. Yeah, special surprise, guest man, Ant-Man, the return of Doctor Doom, the world's most amazing villain. Visit the mysterious Michael world of Doctor Doom. I mean, you know, it's just nowadays, you know, you get full-blown covers. There's no there's no words. or It's not even action. It's just like one character. Well, look at that red Batman one in the bottom right. Case in point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not even a Batman. It's just like a shadow of a Batman. Chip Zdarsky won in 250 though. Uh, $229 for a raw doggy. All right. Um, before good show, we go, good show. I want to go ahead and say you guys goodbyes, and I'll say my goodbyes and thank yous. Darkside Jedi, any last words? Oh, just the same thing I say every week. Thanks for coming. We always appreciate it. Um, one or a hundred. <laughs> for a hundred, though. I'm surprised. <laughs> yeah, I'm still amazed that there's a hundred people that care what we have More, to say. More, though. It was like 127 at a time. And then you yeah. guys are arriving late. Otto, any last words? Take it, take it. Yeah, man. Lots of things going on with Three Men in the Basement. Please check us out. Uh, we've got some great Terrific Con exclusive t-shirts tomorrow night. Um, on Three Men in the Basement, we will have the artists that um, did Isolation. Uh, that's the um, the Reggie Collects and Doug Bratton comic book that he just did, which is going to be really cool. Check that out. And then if you want to buy some comic books, I'm going on Whatnot at 1030 tonight for Three Men oh. in the Basement. So Maiden Voyage? No, three or four times, you know what I mean? But not big books, lots of variants, a lot of cool things Otto, that I got on there. You need so. to straighten that book out on the, the spinner rack. You, the I know, I know. You know what, me. I was messing with it because oh, I, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was looking, I was like, oh, look, my Electra 9.2 double side. So, oh. new stand. So, uh-huh. yeah, like, your OCD, that's okay. Uh, that it fine. is, my OCD is kicking in. Yeah. But uh, uh, shout out to everybody. Uh, special shout out to um, Cozy's Ghost who sent me an AOK. <laughs> Oh, wow. God damn. Oh, this. Uh, I'll read the letter. Uh, hey, man. Hope you're well. I'm a fan of the channel. I've purchased a book from you in the past, which is how I have your address. <laughs> he goes, I have a problem. I have too many books. I sold a bunch, but I recall on at least two occasions that your channel, you mentioned that you had some or all part of the Daredevil Frank Miller run. And I wouldn't mind and wouldn't mind not having have done and wouldn't mind not having done that. All right. Rather than list these as a lot for sale, I decided to send you my Daredevil Frank Miller dupes back to you on uh, on back to you on track. It's 20 books, which leaves you about 12 or so that you need to fill in your 158 to 191 uh, Frank Miller run. Included are some of the hot Kingpin uh, books and the second appearance of Electra. These books, if these books are burned, wasn't my intended. Feel free to pass them on to a buddy or your LCA or donate to your LCA. LCS, keep on doing great work. Cozy's Ghost. John Kozak, I really appreciate it, bud. No uh, way. So awesome. Very check cool. us out. So Daredevil. Look at that. Oh, that's 16. one of the best. I have that. Oh, my God. 162. Yeah. Well, those look like they're in pretty damn good shape, too. Look at this one. That is phenomenal. Oh, that's such a great book right there. 164. Yeah. Wow, that's sharp. 165. 165. Oh. I love this one. 
Uh, yep. Bullseye, 169, 71, and it goes on and on. 172, 173. So look at that. Oh. 175. Oh, hold on. Show that one again. Show that 175. Show that 175 again. Look at that, man. I just want to see the cover. That's cool. Yeah. Phenomenal. The hands, Electra. Yeah. This is a very, very, um, really kind of depressing dark run. (laughs) It is definitely Uh, dark, but it's amazing. Nigga S cover. Yeah. So a lot of these I have dupes of, so I may give them away. Uh, This one after Electra died. Yep. Oops, spoiler. Oh, oh God, I love this 185, series. 185, 186. This and is up there. It's possible I mean, to it's... get clean white screen page. Yeah. Uh, 187. Uh, of course, Black Widow, 188, 189 versus The Hand. And look at this. He's doing a 148, which is really uh, kind of oh. an outlier. But uh, hey, man, thank you. I really appreciate that, man. It's our, it's our friends and fans that make me, uh, the, make me get up and do this. It's, trust me, I want to quit every week. Uh, but you know, <laughs> appreciate you, uh, Cozy's Ghost, man. I'm gonna post them on Instagram as well. Uh, I, I think I have some doubles of these, so maybe I'll do them as a giveaway or something. Uh, you know, and let it pass it. Uh, what does it say? Play it for, pass it forward. Pay, Pay it forward, forward, brother. Pay it forward. Pay it forward, man. Uh, but thank you very much. That was really I, I was I was not expecting a box. I was like, oh, what's this? I opened it up. I go, man, that's a lot of comics. And I read the really cool note. I really appreciate you. Uh, Cozy's Ghost, man. I hope you're on Instagram so I can tag you, brother. Really appreciate you. I mean, if you nice. guys are lurking you. in the you live chat, it. make sure you guys subscribe, man. So, you know, or at least say something. Don't just watch the show and don't say anything so we know who you are. And if you are going to say something, just subscribe. So uh, you're going to notify when we go crazy. All right. So uh, with that, boys and girls, seven o'clock. So it's time for us to move on because I haven't had dinner yet. So until next time, boys and girls, keep digging in them long boxes. Peace Peace out.